Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is August 18th. Today we're going to continue this week's Come Follow Me block in Doctrine and Covenants section 90. Now section 90 is really interesting because up until this point, the church's structure or organization wasn't necessarily clear or defined. In section 20, we were given the offices of deacon, teacher, priest, and elder. So three offices in the Aaronic priesthood and one office in the Melchizedek priesthood, but other offices hadn't been defined yet, and certain organizational structures hadn't been defined yet. For the most part, those organizational structures came as needed. For example, bishops were called when they were needed. If you'll remember... A few weeks ago, we talked about how a first presidency was called, yet they weren't called a first presidency. They were called by a different name. And so here in section 90, the Lord is going to give some definition and structure to some of the offices and callings of the church. So starting in section 90, verse 2, the Lord says, Therefore, thou art blessed from henceforth that bear the keys of the kingdom given unto you which kingdom is coming forth for the last time. Verily I say unto you, the keys of this kingdom shall never be taken from you, while thou art in the world, neither in the world to come. Now I absolutely love these verses and what they teach us about the importance of these priesthood keys and what it really means to have a head of the church that holds all of these priesthood keys and what it means when the Lord is saying that these keys are not going to be taken that the kingdom is coming forth for the last time, and these keys are going to be a part of that kingdom from here on out. It's interesting because the pattern of the Lord throughout all the history of the earth was to call a prophet, to give him keys. An apostasy would happen, the keys would be taken until a new prophet was called, and keys were given, and then apostasy would happen, and the keys were taken. And so here, when Joseph Smith was called to be a prophet, it's so comforting and beautiful that the promise is given here that this kingdom is coming forth for the last time, that these keys are never going to be taken again from the earth. President Benson once taught that every single previous gospel dispensation has drifted into apostasy, but that ours will not, and that these keys in this kingdom will continue forward until eventually it receives and welcomes the Savior to the earth again. And that's so important to understand and recognize because we believe in the handing down of keys. We believe in the secession of prophets and apostles and that the keys that Peter, James, and John gave Joseph Smith to lead and guide the church are the same keys that President Nelson holds today and are the same keys that Peter, James, and John received under the hands of Jesus Christ himself. That is a very strong position to take, but it's very important that we understand that and that we believe it. In the book A Marvelous Work and a Wonder, Legrand Richards talks about an experience that Orson F. Whitney once had. Orson F. Whitney said, Many years ago, a member of the Roman Catholic Church came to Utah and spoke from the stand of the Salt Lake Tabernacle. I became well acquainted with him, and we conversed freely and frankly, a great scholar with perhaps a dozen languages at his tongue's end. He seemed to know all about the theology, law, literature, science, and philosophy. One day he said to me, 
You Mormons are all ignoramuses. You don't even know the strength of your own position. It is so strong that there is only one other tenable in the whole Christian world, and that is the position of the Catholic Church. The issue is between Catholicism and Mormonism. If we are right, you are wrong. And if you are right, we are wrong, and that's all there is to it. The Protestants haven't a leg to stand on. For if we are wrong, they are wrong with us, since they were a part of us and went out from us. While if we are right, they are apostates whom we cut off long ago. And now this is the important part that we need to really, really understand, especially when we're talking about these keys to lead and guide Christ's church on the earth. The man said, If we have the apostolic secession from St. Peter, as we claim, there is no need of Joseph Smith and Mormonism. But if we have not that secession, then such a man as Joseph Smith was necessary. And Mormonism's attitude is the only consistent one. It is either the perpetuation of the gospel from ancient times or the restoration of the gospel in the latter days. And of course, my friends, we know that the gospel that Jesus Christ taught when he was on the earth was eventually lost. An apostasy did happen. And so it was necessary to have someone not just reform the church or not just try to take some random scriptures and throw together a church, but someone to bring back that church with the same authority, the same priesthood keys that existed in Christ's time to be restored and brought back in the latter days. And that's the beauty of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that those keys aren't just stuck with one man, but that they continue on, prophet to prophet, person to person, and we can trace them all the way back to Jesus Christ himself. One of the most beautiful things about the gospel of Jesus Christ to me is that there is no struggle for power. There is no vying for position. It's very clear who takes over next. Spencer W. Kimball once said, As one star sinks behind the horizon, another comes into picture. And the work of the Lord is endless, even when a powerful leader dies. Not for a single instant is the church without leadership, thanks to the kind providence who gave his kingdom continuity and perpetuity. As it already has happened before in this dispensation, a people reverently close a grave, dry their tears, and turn their faces to the future. Now that might sound a little bit callous, but my friends, the kingdom of God rolls forward. God has prepared a way for his kingdom to move forward. Even in the death of a prophet, there is never a moment when our earth is without these keys that God has promised us here in these verses. And the death of a leader, even a beloved leader, doesn't halt the kingdom of God from moving forward. We mourn, we're sad, but we know what will happen because God has provided that way. Elder Stevenson once said, During this time period, the Quorum of the Twelve, under the leadership of the Quorum President, jointly holds the keys to administer the leadership of the church. President Joseph F. Smith taught, There is always a head in the church. And if the presidency of the church are removed by death or other cause, then the next head of the church is the Twelve Apostles, until a presidency is again organized. My friends, we can take heart 
And I personally find a lot of peace in knowing that our Father in Heaven will never again leave this earth without the power to continue to move the kingdom of God forward. The power and the keys of the priesthood are on the earth today, and they continue on the earth and will continue on the earth, not to be taken away again. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.